0: Welcome to Stock Stories, Episode 51. All right all right hello hello my name is alex welcome to the stock stories podcast i am your host for today and if you're new to the show what we do on this show is we talk about stocks we talk about investing this show is dedicated to helping you the individual investor learn how to make better investing decisions. That's what we're all about here. And the primary way that we do that is through case studies of real individual companies. And we also talk about the philosophical underpinnings of investing, mainly through the lens of mental models. So uh, usually every third or fourth episode, I'll do a mental model and we'll talk about that. But today we have a little bit of a different episode for you Also on the philosophical side, um, but instead of going through a specific mental model today, I thought we would talk a little bit about um, just kind of some basic portfolio management stuff, which is to simply look at your portfolio. What can you and I do to review our portfolio on a regular basis to make sure that we're actually achieving the goals that we want to achieve? A lot of times on this show, I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm going through these companies, I get really excited about the details and the financials and the story, and I wanna dig into the underlying economics of what's going on, and sometimes I just get lost in the weeds of a particular stock or particular company. And that's great, and it's important. It's also important, I think, to take a step back sometimes and actually review your portfolio. Actually review what you actually own. And say to yourself, okay, I own this stock. Well, why, why do I own it? I own this company. What was my motivation? How have things performed? And what time frame am I evaluating this stock under? Another question is, what are the collection of stocks I have? say about my goals? Are they aligned with my goals or are they not? Um, Let's dig into a couple of these questions because I think it'll be helpful. So I think first of all, it's important to set up some sort of periodic ritual or time where you sit down. um, If you have a significant other, definitely include them in the conversation. Sit down and talk about what does your portfolio look like and how has it done over the past x time frame i know for my family we definitely do this on a yearly basis and more frequently on uh, on a weekly basis although it's not nearly as in depth so one of the questions i think it's useful to ask first off is okay well how well did our investments do that's usually Kind of the first thing that, uh, first question to ask, right? The obvious one. How have our investments performed? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to make money with our money. But that's not a deep enough question. It's a good start, though. What about the question, how well did our investments do over this time period? That's a little bit better question because it's unreasonable to expect great returns from any stock really over a short period like a month or a year if, um, if you're basing your investment on fundamental analysis. you know Things can happen, news can influence stocks, earnings can influence stocks, and these are just important things to keep in mind. One of the reasons that I mentioned this is that I was going through my own family's portfolio and kind of looking at some of the stocks that we own and uh, I was kind of thinking to myself like wow there's like a big divergence in performance already from a lot of these stocks and these are shares that we haven't even owned for that long but there's already a wide like a wide range in how well stocks has performed so some of them have gone down a lot some of them have gone up a lot and it's really interesting to see how different companies and different stocks behave over short periods of time Um, but in reality i have to remind myself that that's not really a big indicator of my skill as an investor I mean, some of these shares I've owned for less than a year. Some of them I've owned longer, and maybe that's a better indicator of skill. But over, say, like a one-year period or a two-year period, stocks can fluctuate wildly, and they may not—the price may may or may not be based upon reality. So it's hard to say that maybe you should or should not change course um, given a particular strategy. Based on one year performance or two year performance. So that's just something I want to bring up because I think it's important to think about. You know, if you have positions in your portfolio that have gone down a lot, uh, like some of my stocks actually in the past year, don't fret. Like that's okay. That's normal. Sometimes there's just a lot of market pessimism and it's not indicative of the skill you bring to the table and how well you're thinking through investing problems, it's more indicative of people's short-term emotions. And, um, so there's one stock in particular, uh, I won't mention it by name, but I've covered it on the podcast actually. So you might take a guess, but it's actually gone down significantly over the past, um, past couple of years. There's just been some negative things happening, at the company and the market reaction to it has been very negative negative. and one thing that happened is that the company uh, reported some good earnings recently and the stock shot up over 10% in a single day. Now that definitely didn't undo all of the unrealized losses that I had on the stock but it definitely helped but it's just so interesting to me to see how other people's short-term emotions can influence the value of my family's portfolio so significantly in such a short period of time. So that's another thing to keep in mind. At any given moment or any given day when you're reviewing your portfolio, just remember that uh, the stock market's returns and drops, they can come in bursts. So just because your account balance is you know, X percent higher or lower than maybe you were expecting. Um, don't let that kind of veer the logical side of your mind off course into thinking that this is the true worth or the true value of your positions. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, I want to touch again on the point of different components in your portfolio behaving differently. So, as you're picking stocks, obviously you want to pick great ones, right you want to pick great companies that have great characteristics, a lot of the things that we talk about on the show but that's really not enough once you get into portfolio management. Once you start building your own portfolio, what you'll realize is you have a certain collection of companies and one way that I like to think about this at as is imagine that your portfolio is not simply a collection of all these different businesses, but imagine them as one single company. So what were the earnings last year of the company that is your portfolio? So say you own stock a that earned $1 per share and stock B that earned $1 per share and you own them in equal amounts. Well then your portfolio as a whole your company your stock earned two dollars per share and then you can think to yourself okay well what is the projected growth rate of my portfolio so i find that thinking about things in in these terms kind of helps me think about the big picture of what is going on with my own family's portfolio and seeing how okay Maybe I've got this component over here that's growing a little bit slower, but maybe I've got this one over here that has some good long-term growth potential, and maybe they balance each other out in some kind of way. Another way you can apply this thinking is through different industries and different market segments. So for example, if you own an oil and gas company, um, that's a very cyclical industry so that has certain characteristics to it and then maybe you own say a tobacco company like we've mentioned altria and philip morris international on the podcast before as well as british uh, british american so if you recall from i think it was the episode on british american where i noted that if if uh, if gas prices go down people tend to buy more cigarettes because cigarettes tend to be sold in gas stations so imagine you have a portfolio where you own both shares of Altria and shares of a company like ExxonMobil so if oil prices go down naturally ExxonMobil is going to be hurt by that right because they're the ones selling the gas whereas a stock like Altria might benefit from lower oil prices because people are more willing to spend money on cigarettes at the gas station. So you can see how you can build a portfolio where the components kind of internally balance each other out based upon their economic characteristics. And sorry if I'm getting too deep into the weeds, but this is like a whole field of uh, portfolio management uh, and asset allocation that goes beyond Picking the individual components, but actually crafting an entire portfolio. So when you review your portfolio, you can kind of see how these things are working together. And it's important to look at things from the big picture and not just at the individual component level. So I'll leave you with that thought today. Just go back and look at your portfolio. Um, I try not to check mine too often because i just don't want to induce anxiety (laughs) about positions falling or rising but i do think it's important to have a sort of ritual a sort of periodic checking that takes place so you see where your portfolio is going and see if you're actually moving towards your goals or not and then if you're not moving toward your goals in a satisfactory way well then you can course correct and come up with a different plan so that's what i got for you today and um, next week we'll have another company for you and we're going to get right back into the details going through the S&P 500 and so if you want to follow me on social media I'm mainly on Instagram at Stories one that's at Stories and the number 1 or you can email me directly at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com uh, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next week